Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with the gentleman that finished third place in the Steve Arco Lookalike Contest, Dorian Cody. <laughs> Damn. That was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and BJ Thomas. Third place, they found somebody who looked more like Steve Urkel than him last year. <laughs> Damn. He went from second place to third place. I'm <laughs> So that was hilarious. <laughs> so, so true story. Actually, Charlie Chaplin, um, back in the day, entered a Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest. He finished third place. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm disputing the results of that contest. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> There's no way DNA testing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we'll start with college football, like like we do. Um, Nothing happened this past week at all. I mean, it was just normal, normal game stuff. Like no upsets, no big games, nothing. Right? Just nothing happened. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot to cover on that aspect. <laughs> so I, I, I will be the first to admit, um, I was wrong. I did not foresee Alabama losing to Tennessee. Um, I also didn't foresee I mean, Alabama giving up the most points they've given up in over a century. Well, yeah. So, um. Shout out to Tennessee though, man. That you know they, they they hang they hung tough and they were like like they were taking it to Bama. That's how you beat them. You got to you got to beat them at their game. Well, and that's the thing. And Saban was right, and it's not really something you can fix overnight. That defense is porous. Mm -hmm. Like that is not the typical Alabama defense. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's the the coaching. I don't know if it's the players. But this Alabama team is not a normal Alabama team. Um, when they play Texas, they set the record for most accepted penalties against them at 15. They broke it, broke that record on Saturday with 17. Wow. Wow. And so, the thing is, like with Alabama, like think about what we're saying. Like this team is probably on, on defense, probably not as good as the team from before. And they're still in the top like three top five or whatever that shows how great Alabama well, is all <clears throat> that, that's the trick is their players they still have the same players they still have the same caliber players that they've had since Saban has been there mm -hmm. but what I'm what I'm wondering is has he lost his touch not so much oh my god he's the Midas touch and anything he touches is gold but have the kids started tuning him out with regards to the discipline that that team normally has I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Everything so. goes through cycles. They might just have a, a down year of cornerbacks. Well, and, and again, the, the defense, it's a whole different conversation. I'm more concerned about the penalties that that team is committing. Because you, mm -hmm. you can be porous, you can be out of position, but the penalties this team is committing is nowhere near what they've done in the past. And that comes from discipline. Yeah, I don't think they're tuning Saban out. Okay. And Saban won't because and Saban won't care. He'll just send them out of there and replace people with uh, replace with people that listen. So, mm -hmm. yeah, no, I don't think so. Okay. So how how is it that a team with five four and five star athletes lets up fifty two points? Well, rate rating has nothing to do with discipline as far as penalties go. Just because you're a five star athlete doesn't mean you don't hold. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like the that's why the that's how the Dolphins got their guard. What's his name? Connor Williams. Mm -hmm. He was the Cowboys guard last year. Couldn't stop holding. Had just holding calls all the time, all the time. And uh, they got rid of him. 
center. That's how they got their center. But but that's the discipline of the players, because I, because Dorian, you know, organized sports. If you do something poor on the court or on the field, that coach makes you pay for it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And and so if I'm I'm not saying Saban's not doing this. If the discipline for the performance on the field, the discipline performance on the field is not being punished, then they're or punished appropriately, something bigger is afoot. Because yeah. I, I remember conversations that we had, much less we've all had with our friends about conferences and, and teams giving mm-hmm. up 40, 50 points a game going, mm-hmm. oh, my God, your defense sucks. I mm-hmm. feel like this is a mountain out of a mole conversation. So you, like, you think you think Tennessee's think offense is just that good? I, Tennessee's a good football team, and Josh Heupel seems to be a pretty decent coach. <laughs> so, I mean, this happens in these good conferences where like a team will crop up and, and be a surprise. It's not always the same two teams. Yeah. That might be something that's different with this conference than there is in other conferences. Yeah. So. I, I don't know. The SEC is tough, man. It's literally a bowl. It, it might not be the Super Bowl, but it, after like five games, every weekend's a bowl game for every team. Yeah. Except for, yeah. you know, the bottom six or so. So let, let, let's play this out. So I believe Tennessee still has to play Kentucky, still has to play Georgia. We were kind of clowning on Kentucky last week, though. So yeah. Well, I they, don't know if we can. They they also won the 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 um, loser leads town game against Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but Tennessee still has to go through Kentucky. Still has to go through Georgia. Alabama still has to go through Mississippi. Still has to go through LSU. Say what you want about LSU. It is Brian Kelly. Okay. Who do we see as of right now? Obviously, this can change. Not holding anybody to uh, account to it. Who do we see playing for the SEC uh, championship? Mm. I mean, there's a real shot at Alabama Tennessee rematch. Yeah. Okay. So Tennessee is SEC West, right? SEC East. Yeah, they're they're there with Georgia and Florida, South Carolina. Yeah. So there's a real shot. There's a real shot in Tennessee Alabama rematch. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think would be great. Yeah. So, so BJ saying that Tennessee beats Georgia. No, I'm saying there's a real shot. Like it, it could happen. Mm-hmm. Like it, if, if, well, I mean that that's if I don't if see Tennessee, any other way for if, that to happen. No, no, other than no, Tennessee you're Georgia. unless Georgia screws up, which is highly unlikely. Yeah, before they meet Tennessee, I'd be surprised about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if if they pull that off, and if they can run with Alabama, they can probably at least stay near Georgia. That I mean, you could think that way um man i don't know that'd be crazy though wouldn't it that'd be a weird year nobody bet so, that <laughs> right so i'll give you guys this scenario okay let's say okay tennessee just beat alabama let's say georgia beats tennessee and let's say they meet in the sec championship they be in this um that would be uh bama and georgia Okay. And let's say, for instance, if Bama beats Georgia, so would would it automatically be 
Alabama and Georgia, or would Tennessee have something to say about it? About it? If if Tennessee loses to Georgia, mm-hmm. and Alabama beats Georgia in, in the SEC, Tennessee is out of the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Damn. Yeah, because that's crazy. Because then Tennessee would have a one loss. Not not just one loss, but one loss and not even a division title, much yeah. less a conference title. It's tough. Mm. Alabama is the only one that has the potential to survive that coming and, in, coming in second place and, and possibly going to the playoff. And that's name recognition. That's that's exactly right. Clemson, if they were in a similar situation with a stronger team, they don't have that kind of team this year. But if they were in a similar situation with a stronger team, they could probably survive something like that. Well, and, mm. and again, it's not just the one loss because we, multiple teams have made the playoffs with one loss. It happens every single year. It's the one loss and you don't even win your division. Yeah. Mm. That, that's the key. It, it is hard for people, and I am included in this conversation. It is hard for people to accept that you can be one of the best four teams in the nation and you do and not, not get win in your division. Yeah, and just not get in the playoffs. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, that's, it, why it, they ha- that's why they have to expand. Yeah. yeah. And they should just – I don't know why it's a big deal to do it in two years. I don't know why they have to do it in three or four years. It, it comes down to contracts. Is, yeah, I don't give it. I don't give a shit. No, everybody, everybody knows. Everybody involved knows this. Knows this would be better. Well, I and you're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, so they should just tear that shit up and rewrite contracts. Well, no, that's that's the trick. Is how much is it going to cost to tear up those contracts? Now, you're, though, we make it oh, on the back. End. No, 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 no. If people were intelligent, they would just be like, "Hey, let's just ax this shit. Pay me what you owe me." Um, and then we'll start over, but I want for, because I was in on the last contract, I want to be well, in on the next and, one. You and know that's, what I mean? that's the, that's the trick is yeah. to, to cancel these contracts. There is a buyout. There is a termination penalty. I right. don't know what that is. Now, no, but and, I'm saying it should be waived and they would just say, Hey, just make sure that I'm in, in the sponsorships or financing of the next one. When we get this right. get, getting, getting rich people to, to waive. No, it's all money. it's all common sense. That's why it would never happen. Yeah, yeah. Because they could they could do this in the snap of a finger. Mm-hmm. They could. They have the ability to. Yeah. They will not. Lawyers are going to have their their hands full. Yeah. yeah. No, but if the people with the money said, "Hey, let's just make this happen," whoever had money tied up in it, we're going to make sure that they can just make sure they're sponsored or however it goes in the next uh, playoff contract. But yeah, common sense never works in Disney. <laughs> but and that's the thing is this year is going to make the case like, look, we just we need to do this shit sooner than later. Mm. Absolutely, because you're going to have a good quality team that just gets left out in the cold for mm. whatever reason. And I, I will say, I 100% am on board with the way they're the way they're doing it, and they're very sneaky about it. It said that the top six conference winners which is interesting because there's only five power conferences but the top six conference winners get in with the top four getting a buy so that right there tells me a they're going to start a new conference which probably isn't going to happen or they're going to do the, the five conference winners of the of the power five and the highest ranked non-power five a conference winner. And on top of that, the top, the top four get buys. Only the top four conference winners would get a buy. 
So you, you wouldn't have Michigan, Ohio State getting both getting buys. You wouldn't have Georgia, Alabama get both getting buys. It would be the top conference winners would get buys until the second round, which I think is perfect. Mm-hmm. To, to BJ's point, there's too much money to not do this. Right. Yeah. Right. And but mm-hmm. and but also to BJ's point with Clemson. Okay, Clemson should go undefeated this season. Should. They do have a tough game this week. They're playing the number 14 team in the nation. Yeah. I will let BJ Thomas tell me who the four, number 14 team in the nation is this week. <laughs> That'd be Syracuse. That would be Syracuse. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Six and oh for the first time since 87. Since so you were in first years grade. <laughs> I was I was still in New York at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So geez, that's crazy. So but but let's let's assume for a second that Clemson loses this game. But then goes on to win win the rest of their games. Okay, they are actually in the same division as Syracuse. If Syracuse runs the table and then beats whoever the fuck comes out of the coastal North Carolina, yeah. okay, Ugh. man, <laughs> if we can get there, I'm telling you, if Syracuse can get there, that's a winnable game. Yeah, but 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 hear me out. If Syracuse runs the table and goes thirteen and zero. Wins all the games of the regular season, beats North Carolina Mike because second place is Virginia Georgia Tech, who already fired the coach this year. Um, Syracuse wins the ACC undefeated at thirteen and zero. Clemson sitting there at eleven and one. I still don't think that they they even name recognition allows them to get into the into the playoffs. Mm. Uh, we are Clemson's last. Syracuse is Clemson's last ranked game. Syracuse still has to play Clemson and Wake Forest and Florida State. Who's yep. not ranked right now, but this is a good team. An okay team at least. So and and that leads me to my question. I, I we we basically just kind of wrote off the ACC at the start of the year because yeah. it's Clemson and a bunch of um has that turned into something or is it still just Clemson and a bunch of crappy teams? I, I've been we've been saying for weeks that Clemson is the weakest of the six teams that we've been ranking. Yeah, um, they're clearly the best team in that conference. Yeah. Syracuse does a lot of things by the skin of their teeth. I've noticed, and while it is fun to watch, it doesn't make for championship football, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if this is probably like a two A B conference right there with the Pac twelve. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, like if Clemson wins this game, they're they're basically basically solidified the division because they would have beaten everyone else. So they have the tiebreaker over everyone else in that division that would tie them. Well, they have their they control their own destiny at that point. Yeah, they just can't screw up the rest of the year. Well, even if they beat Syracuse this week, even if they lose, they still have the division. No, they have a weak schedule. If they lose one of those games, they're no, gonna have a I, I'm, I'm not not talking about the playoffs. The playoffs is a whole different conversation. Yeah. If if they beat Syracuse this week, they hold the tiebreaker over any team that would tie them in in their division. Yeah. So yeah, but yes, to your point, <clears throat> if they lose at all this season, even if they lose this week, they're done. Because yeah. they have Notre Dame, Louisville, Miami, South Carolina. There's nothing to climb them back out of that hole. No, there's no, and like Adam's saying, they won't have a spot in the title game. So, yeah, that's that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, so the, the ACC, at least the, the Atlantic, comes down to this Saturday. 
in a game that involves the Syracuse Orange. Not the Orange Men. Isn't that the ranked, <laughs> the ranked Syracuse Orange? <laughs> the ranked Syracuse Orange. It's it's mm-hmm. been fun to watch. That place has been crazy. Question, BJ, since you want it. What why did they name why were they named the Orange Men? Man, I don't know. <laughs> I've read the story a long time ago. I don't get that. Unfortunately, I knew about St. John's. I'm glad they changed theirs. <laughs> but I was worried. I was worried about Syracuse. I'm well, I mean, it, it, it can't be much worse than the Citronauts. What is that? What <laughs> is you, that? Can you name the school that was initially named the Citronauts? Oh, UCF. Yes. <laughs> Are you crazy? Are you serious? <laughs> How long did that last? Um, about a couple of years. Nuts. And they went, this is fucking stupid. We need to stop this. <laughs> citronauts. Yeah, because of the citrus, because it's Central yeah. Florida, and the astronauts, because it's near the Space Coast. So they went, this, we'll, we'll combine these. And like, no, this is stupid. Don't do that. It, it's really because of the color. <laughs> they wanted uniforms as bright and, and stood out. And so they wore orange uniforms <laughs> and they became the orange men. In the 1890s, they were the Orioles, but after that coach left, the name left, and the Orange Men kind of stuck. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have NBA teams that are named after Jurassic Park because it was popular. So, I mean. And then then to make everybody happy, because I guess it was a problem, they dropped the men off it. Yeah, hmm. so instead of being Orange Men, now they're just oranges. I mean, yeah. I, I really have no idea. But everybody calls everybody bro. I don't know. I'm just confused. <laughs> I don't know what's going I on. I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. <laughs> I, I, just I just go, go to, go work, to work and come don't home. piss anybody off yep. and come home and piss people off. And I'm good. I go, see, I do it the other way around. I go to work, <laughs> piss people off, and then I come home and try to piss anybody off. Yeah, it's because you're not married. <laughs> so, I mean, there you go. Well, you just walk <laughs> in the door and piss her off. No, I just don't even walk down the door. Yeah. I just walk downstairs because I work from home. Yeah, yeah any of that. Whoop, going right back up. Excuse me. <laughs> I'll be working late. How late? I don't know. Eight, nine, nine, fifteen. I don't know. What time are you going to bed? Yeah, whatever that is. Whenever that is. <laughs> Today, like I, I came up and went to work and kind of logged in, did my thing, walked downstairs to get a refill of a cup of coffee. And my wife went, "Hey, you're leading the Boy Scout meeting today." I'm like, "I'm doing what now?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they have rapid eye movement sleep, and they have um, what do they call it? Like that's the deep sleep, right? The rapid yeah. eye movement. Yeah. And then they have the beauty sleep and they have mood stabilizing sleep. I don't know if that exists, but that's what that's what you need is mood stabilizing sleep. So why don't you go take a nap? <laughs> I'm sure that works in a married household. Yes. Yeah. Try, yeah. try that. Yeah. <laughs> you seem cranky. Go take a nap. You'll shoot, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. Like... <laughs> oh goodness. So I, I do want to touch on just because I kind of have to. There was another uh, Big Ten, uh, sorry, top ten matchup with Big Ten teams. Um, didn't really look like it. It didn't really look like it. Didn't really look like it. No. And it's like they just tried to give y'all a ranking, that conference a ranking, just because to, like, it never happens to, with other conferences. Try to try to get you over the hump. Like, hey, look, this is an important game. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah, no, it's and, not. yeah and four four hundred and sixteen yards rushing. And it wasn't even that. It was I, I. And I assumed that Penn State's offense, with their eighth-year senior of Sean Clifford, would have had something 
but <laughs> four hundred and sixteen yards rushing. Really I'm going to keep repeating that until yeah. you acknowledge how absurd that is in a Division One top ten ranked game in a top ten four four hundred and sixteen yards. Yes. No, this is terrible. Yeah, this is not a football team. There yeah, is and, no defense. And, and and Dorian, you have to you have to keep in mind that at halftime, Penn State had eighty eight total yards. Sixty two of those came on one play. That's crazy. And where and this is where football is getting soft. That defense did about there dropping people on their necks until they stopped the run. Like I just yeah. don't sell out. Make them throw the ball, and if they yeah. beat us throwing the ball, so be it. But the yeah. run has to stop. Well, right. and, and it was so funny. They were talking about well, JJ McCarthy's got to beat them. Uh, I don't know how he's going to be against the the you know with the wind. Just hand the ball off and let the running backs just keep running. Like, why are we throwing? Because they don't need to. (laughs) Repeat it. Right. I forgot who it was, but someone said that running the ball is the most disrespectful play when it comes to defense. Because it's like. sounds like a Maddenism. (laughs) No, it's totally disrespectful. Because you're moving people. You're grabbing people, moving them out of the way. Yeah, and then attempting to run them over when they try to stop you. Yeah, and exactly. Like it's it you you can if if that's done properly, you can break teams. Yeah, yeah. And and we saw last year, ironically, with Michigan when they played Ohio State, like in, in the second half when they went up uh, twenty-one to thirteen, you could see Ohio State just the soul just drain from the like we cannot stop this. Yeah, and and once that's gone, it's gone. Four hundred and sixteen yards rushing, though. That's like yes. that's the ultimate disrespect. One, like you can't do anything against a team that had only allowed three hundred ninety-eight for the season up until that well, point. Who's out they play? Um, one one running back had one seventy-three. The other had one sixty-six. Yeah, the backup running back had one seventy-three. <laughs> well, okay, they played Purdue, <laughs> Ohio, uh, Auburn, uh, Central Michigan, uh, Northwestern. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you dominated them. Good job. Yeah. Well, yeah. and and we've we've talked about this. It, it's the I call it the Mississippi State corollary. You beat a team that other people think is good early in the season. You get ranked higher than you probably should be, mm-hmm. and until you prove otherwise, you'll kind of keep that ranking because it happens every year with the Mississippi State or even like Kentucky. That's, that's Ohio State's formula to success. They get over. They get overrated to start the season. They lose a game they shouldn't have lost, but because they were overrated to start the season, they yeah. wind up creeping back up there into mm-hmm. the top four. It's name recognition. Put, put that on Mississippi State. Fuck, that's Ohio State's formula since uh, – what's his name? Jim Fassel was there. Whatever his name was. Jim Tressel. Mm-hmm. That's their formula. Get so, overrated, lose a stupid game, but because we are overrated, we don't fall that far and we'll be right back there. Yeah. And, and but you know I, I i use mississippi state as an example because they would happen multiple times where they would early a season they'd be unranked they'd beat either lsu who was highly ranked they beat auburn who was highly ranked and they jumped to like 15 and then they wouldn't oh. play anybody for a couple of weeks and they would play like alabama and then get the shit kicked out of them and be I'm unranked just again. about to say we forgot to finish the story and then ohio <laughs> state gets blown out in a bowl game <laughs> <laughs> I, I, ironically, not nothing with the Big Ten, but Ohio State normally wins their bowl game. Even when they play in the playoffs, normally they, they win at least one bowl game. <laughs> Jay, why are you looking like that? If you would like me to pull the numbers, I can. <laughs> yeah, go, go ahead. 
<laughs> Your face is racist. Like, because I just, I just want to keep talking shit, but it's just gonna go around in circles. <laughs> I was gonna like, hey, even if, it, even if it's the Cheetos Bowl, doesn't matter. They win it. <laughs> well, and and to but to your point, Ohio State is like Notre Dame. Whereas if they have a highly, you know, a high record, eleven and one, twelve and one, something like yeah, that, they'll overrated. get a bowl game. Yeah, and and the difference is Notre Dame when they get in those kind of bowl games, whether it's the the Cheez Its Bowl or the San Diego County Poinsettia Bowl or the Steve Urkel Bowl, they normally lose. Ohio State normally wins their bowl game. Eh, At least once. Eh, let's see. The last. Let's just look at the last fifteen, for instance. Okay. They probably one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They're eight and seven. That includes at least three championship game appearances. Oh, and then yeah, all the way back to the two thousand two. They are not even five hundred. So like the Ryan Day era. You know, born on third base, whatever. Okay, so they yeah. are two and two in their bowl games. Under Meyer, I'm they. Saying, I'm just saying, you, you say they usually, usually win their games, but they're under 500 all the way back to 2002. So what 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 were they under Meyer? They were three, four and two. So now we're talking six and four. That's that's majority. All the way back to 2002. Okay. So, anyways, we can all we can all. See oh wait. I looked at this list backwards. <laughs> I was looking Aha! at the 73. <laughs> Aha! <laughs> but they were so terrible early on in life that they were probably about 500 anyways, if you want to count them up. Um, why doesn't this give me bowl games? Oh, uh, all-time record and bowl wins. Uh, that, okay, all-time record bowl bowl records. They're 28 and 27. and so, most usually, of- so usually in your vocabulary, it's about half the time. Well, that's that's usually. Okay. I don't know. Usually, to me, it would be more than half of something for it to be usual. Does this is this better for you? <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just doing what you do to me. So, like, eat a shit sandwich and keep. Let's keep it moving. So, like, <laughs> how about this? Yeah. The, ma- the majority of the time, they win their games. Just like, uh, sure, by one. Hey, majority is fifty percent plus one. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait till this year. <laughs> so. Uh, with that, we'll move on to our power rankings because it'll be this will be fun. Yeah. So, and ironically, I still had Ohio State number one. So, BJ, who's your number one? Georgia. Georgia. Yep. Dorian. Yeah, I'm gonna switch back. I'm gonna go Georgia. That that beat down of Vanderbilt really. <laughs> knocked him over. <laughs> so I went Georgia number two. I'll move Ohio State up to number two. Same. Buckeyes number two. I moved Tennessee to three. Oh, I don't know about all that. I don't know if I can give Tennessee that kind of credit yet. I'm going to say Michigan goes up to three. Um. Wow. Uh. I kind of, I kind of agree with both of you guys because each have a case for three. Um, the thing is, it was impressive how how Tennessee beat uh, Alabama. So, I put Tennessee three. Yeah, I just I, need to see more out of them. That's all. Yeah. 
they're basically newcomers at this point. Tennessee's offense looked damn good. And it yeah. goes back to our conversation earlier. Is it their offense? Is it that is it the Bama defense that they have just have an off day? Um, Michigan's offense looks steady. Their defense, when when they try, looks just scary good. Um, they Michigan's been doing this thing for the past couple of years, but really more this year, is they they've been using the first half to kind of field the team out and kind of let the other team kind of maybe move the ball back and forth. And then once they figure it out, then it's over. You can't, you're not going to be able to do that against a team like Ohio State. You're just not. And mm. they showed on Saturday what happens when they play a complete game. That team is scary. I just don't I don't know if they're going to be able to play a complete game. So, I mean, with that being said, I've got them at four um, because Clemson, outside of like a three-minute stretch against Florida State, looked average. Yeah. So, BJ, who's your four? Oh, I, I hate to do it. I guess I got to send USC up there. They lost. Oh, they did, didn't they? Damn. I mean, I, I put them number four if you want me to, but I'm trying to help you out. No, I have to turn you down in my headset first. Um, yeah, no, I guess it's going to have to be Clemson. Man, that hurts to say. I guess Tennessee could go there. I just I need to see more from them. Uh, me. I got Michigan in four and, and five. I went. Well, I went with Clemson at five. So Dorian, I, right, BJ. I feel pressured to put Tennessee here. You do whatever you want. I, I like, I no, just, I no, but like, like you they did, lost. they are undefe- No, you're right. They are undefeated. They did beat Alabama, who was highly ranked. So, yeah, I guess Tennessee. Dorian? Me? This may cause some controversy, but I'm putting Bama there. I'll take a one loss Bama team anytime over Clemson. That's fair. Um, and I will say for my number six pick, I went back and forth and try to figure this out. You know, I went with a with a potential one-loss Bama team. I went with an undefeated Mississippi team. I went with an undefeated UCLA team, an undefeated uh, TCU team. And I, I I really struggled to figure out who to put at six. And then I went, who has the best win on the board? Who, you know, strength of schedule based on the silly calculation from ESPN and who just looks the best? I went with TCU. <laughs> Their schedule, based on ESPN's strength of schedule calculation, not what they say, but based on just what the teams they've played, is comparable to Alabama. They have not lost. They beat the number 13 Oklahoma State team last week. I appreciate your thought process. I am not on that same ship. I'm That's sorry. fine. <laughs> um, I, my only real choice here is between Ole Miss and UCLA and I'm going to put Ole Miss there only for the fact that they still have to play Alabama. If they beat Alabama, they got a real shot to um, they're going to play Tennessee most likely. Um, I'll pull up the schedule real quick. I don't believe they would play Tennessee. No, in the championship game. In the championship game, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so Ole Miss has a real shot to stay high up there. Yeah, and, and look at the schedule for a second. They've got LSU, again, they should win. Solid team, though. Okay team. Yeah, well, if you want to talk about a playoff contender, you need to beat 
solid teams. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying it's, <clears throat> it's not a walkover game. Texas A&M. <sighs> mm. Jimbo Fisher is going to Jimbo Fisher that. Yeah. And yeah. Then, then they have Alabama at home. I'm more scared of Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> and Mississippi State's still ranked, too, so they have a real shot to find. Mississippi State might be a trap game because that's the egg ball. Absolutely. <laughs> that's a trap game. <laughs> it, can your rival be a trap game? And just in all seriousness, can, no. can your rival be a no, trap game? No, it's kind of like division games. Like Anything could happen. Yeah. You got to be on guard. You can't. You can't allow any fuckery. Yeah. So, Dorian, you want to round out the power, power rankings with your number 16? Yeah. Um, I'll put Clemson up there. Five, five, six. Okay. So, BJ, I know you've been saying for a couple of weeks that you kind of wanted things to play out, wanted some shakeups. So we, we had that this past week. Yes, it's finally happening. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's my favorite time of year because – I don't know this this whole situation stuff like this should push for the six or eighteen playoffs. Oh, one hundred percent. And what I what I like that we do that ESPN doesn't do is we actually take into account future games when we're talking about potential playoff matchups and all of this kind of fun stuff. Because ESPN and Fox likes to do this to some extent too. They go, well, if the playoffs were today, this is what would happen. No, yeah. no, that's <laughs> stupid. Because Michigan still has to play Ohio State. Georgia still has to play Tennessee. The winner of that game will likely has to play Alabama. Um, the Big 12 still has to sort, it, sort itself out. Um, you've got you got the Pac-12, which we wrote off for dead a couple weeks hey, ago. I, I'm just saying, I've watched how your logic has played out now for seven weeks. If somebody, what's happening here is if somebody beats somebody, you replace them with the person that beat them. So I'm just letting you know, if Syracuse pulls this off, and I don't see Syracuse up there. Number five, Adam, <laughs> number four for me, and number six for you, Dorian. We're going to have problems. I'm going to think you're prejudiced <laughs> against Syracuse. <laughs> you know, I, I'll keep it real, man. Like, like I'm actually I'm actually riding the uh, the Syracuse train. Hey, bro, dude, that quarterback's a discount Josh Allen. Yeah. He doesn't have yeah. the arm strength. He's not the same kind of passer. But he will pull that ball and try to freight train somebody. <laughs> Yeah, he's gritty. <laughs> he's he's fun to watch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I will admit, growing up, I I always kind of had the rankings was like um was like pro wrestling. If you beat the number one team, if you beat the number one guy, that means you're the number one team. Hey, yeah, beat him, man. You got to beat him, man. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. I just <clears throat> I try to account for things like how far are they coming back from. You know what I mean, like. Let's, but let's be realistic here. But why? And in all seriousness, why? And, and that's why I do like that the playoff rankings don't really start till midseason. Because there have been other teams that pulled off upsets and had shitty back halves of the year. Well, it's. And so it's I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm going to bump you into where you can jump into that area, where your next your next win or two, we can put you into the top five. But, but it, I don't. It, I don't think you should go from twenty five to three because you beat Alabama. If if the power well if the power rankings are a snapshot in time for right now. It shouldn't matter what happens in the future. So again, if Syracuse, you just you just said that you like that we look at the games ahead to determine position. No, I what I don't what I what I like is that when we when we talk about playoffs and all that, we take that into account, not power rankings. Power rankings is playoffs. You could call them playoff rankings or power rankings. I'm that's like I don't know. I don't understand that. Yeah. No. No, but you yes, got to take the future. They got to have the potential to go up. You can't just put them up there 
15, 16 slots because they beat somebody. So, but he, he, here's the thing. If Syracuse wins this week and, and the game is one of our, one of our picks, they will be one of at most eight undefeated teams. Yes. There, there is no reason why they should not be in the conversation for the top six power rankings. Yes. Think but they also aren't coming from like 18 or 20. They're 14s close enough. Okay. So with, with that, we'll move to our picks. Um, so just for everyone scoring at home, uh, first of all, you have no life. Um, second mm. of all, uh, <laughs> we have a new leader for our um, college football picks. I have 21. BJ has 24 wins. Mr. Dorian Cody has 25 wins. <laughs> <laughs> Which that's all going to change this week. <laughs> I'm sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the first game that we're going to pick is Syracuse versus Clemson. I've got Syracuse. Um, and quite frankly, it's because Clemson has not looked that impressive. I watched a couple of their games and they have looked disjointed. Um, and again, outside of like a three minute stretch against Florida state where Florida state basically gave them the game. They didn't look impressive. I'm going Syracuse. Dorian. Um, and they're they're playing in Clemson. It's so. in Clemson. I believe it's during the day. During the day. Uh, let me. I'll, I'll check the 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 time. I want to say it's during the day. Um. Or yeah, it's, it's, it's a noon kickoff. Dang. My heart want to see Syracuse, but I'm, I'm going to go with Clemson. It's going to be close. I'm going to go with Clemson. If they're playing Syracuse. I would have picked Syracuse. Oh, if, if this game was at, they still play at the Carrier Dome. Yes, they renamed it, but it's the Carrier Dome. Okay. If if this game was in that dome, Clemson wouldn't stand a chance. Yeah. Because the energy from that crowd it would be insane. Yeah. But it's in Clemson. It, it's a noon kickoff, which which actually favors Syracuse. I just, I I, I pick Syracuse be, just because Clemson has not been impressive. Yeah. But. Um, but while we're talking about home field, I do want to bring something up. So how, how much is Josh Heupel getting paid this year? Isn't it like seven, $8 million? I'm not positive. So, but it, you know, it's, it's been worth it. He has risen that, that team from mediocrity to, you know, a, a top, top, top five ranking, but if they can afford to pay their head coach seven, $8 million, you think they could afford to replace the goalpost by themselves without going with a GoFundMe. <laughs> Look, I can't blame their logic at all. Everybody go fund me stupid shit. So well, let's throw another stupid thing on the list and see if we can get half of it paid for. Sure. Why not? So I mean I just I, I saw that and I'm like, that's just ridiculous. We live in a capitalist society. The idea is to milk us. They're just milking us. I know, I know. They're they're playing let's the see. game. Let's see how stupid they are. Let's see if they'll buy us a goalpost. Hey, they're guys. gonna do it. Yeah, they're from Tennessee. Nope. They're they're any, any school would do this. Any school would pay for this goalpost. Yeah, and I will say that, like most, like most schools recently, when they storm the field, they don't tear down the goalpost. Oh, storm- it doesn't matter. They're going to get it paid for by these. The kids are going to pay an overwhelming portion of that goal. Well, there already are with the with the athletic fees, and it'll just be even worse, more so. Shit, they say the athletic director was sitting down there smoking a cigar, just like letting it happen. Oh yeah, he didn't care. Yeah. Yeah, it's like y'all gotta pay for it. I don't give a shit. So the the next pick is UCLA versus Oregon. 
I'm going to UCLA. I think Chip Kelly's got him rolling. And I, I went with the same. Um, Oregon, uh, granted, we still have the bad taste in our mouth when they just got curb stomped by Georgia. They're like Clemson of the West. Yeah. I just, I, I don't trust them. I just nope. do not trust them. Nope. I, I don't trust Chip, Chip Kelly in a, in a tight, tight game. I don't think this will be tight. Um, even though Oregon's a six point favorite, I just, I don't see it. He's got some athletes out there. Yep. Ironically, he's got a Michigan transfer running back. Mm, okay. So, and been doing pretty well. Yeah. Charbonnet played at Michigan when they couldn't run the ball. So, I mean, that should tell you something. Um, So Dorian, uh, if you're still there, do you have a pick? Okay. We have lost Dorian. We will catch up with him later. I don't know where he went. Um, So the next game is Texas and Oklahoma state. I'm going to go with, pardon me, Oklahoma State on this one. Yeah. I I don't trust Texas. No one should trust Texas. I, I, I know. And we I'm not even just talking about football. No, just don't trust anything from Texas. Don't trust anything from Texas. <laughs> I mean, I, I know they're ranked. Um, Somehow they crept back in, up into the rankings, and we can discuss how or why. Um, But it's not going to last long. No. I wouldn't think so. So the next game is Mississippi State and Alabama. Bama's a 21-point favorite. Um, I guess my question yeah. is, is, is Bama going to cover? I think so. I think I think you're going to see what kind of coach Nick Saban is right now. And and, and that's, a, that's actually a very, very good point. It is a 21-point spread. If Bama comes out flat, you know, they, they should probably will still beat them 10, 17 points, just out-talent them. But if they come out flat, that will tell you exactly the answer to the question that I asked earlier, whether it's Saban, whether these kids are tuning him out or whether it was just a fluke. Yeah. So Doran, uh, we'll catch, catch up on your pick. So well, we're doing Mississippi state Alabama right now. Yeah. I'm picking Bama because they're pissed. Saban's going to be pissed. <laughs> so I, and, and they're playing in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. I'm picking. So we'll picking circle Bama. back. Uh, UCLA in Oregon. UCLA and Oregon, I'm picking UCLA. And uh, Texas, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's pissed. I'm picking Oklahoma State. Yep. So Which, we that quarterback from Texas, though, I like him. He has like he has a certain like a Ealer or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's Ewer Ewer or something. He has like a, a Uncle Rico type Gardner Minshew type vibe to him. So kind of like him. So I, I want everyone to, to understand this. So the UCLA Oregon game, Oregon is a six point favorite. We all picked UCLA, <laughs> Texas, Oklahoma state, Texas is a six point favorite. We all pick Oklahoma state. This is why we don't go to Vegas. <laughs> we know better than Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last game is Kansas state versus TCU. I went with TCU because I've just been talking uh, about how, you know, how good they are. So don't prove me wrong, please. <laughs> <laughs> BJ. TCU. Dorian. Picking the horny frogs. The horny frogs. So that we'll, we'll take a break from our college football. And we'll come back with the NFL in just one second. One more Sandlot Sports, just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 21.